This is the Red Beard Podcast. Hold on to your butt. Do we really suck? Or is this guy really that good? I have one speed, I have one gear. Go! Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Tony, and uh, you guys are listening to Red Beard Podcast on Cinco de Mayo. What do you think about that, man? Huh? <laughs> what? It's it's Cinco de Mayo, man. It's, it's uh it's dude, it's it's good times, man. It's uh you know the 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 holiday that everybody decides to drink on because they don't know what the real holiday is. Oh, so basically like every day for me. Oh, all right. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just just kidding, just kidding. Or is he? <laughs> or am I? So uh yeah, you know, other than it being Cinco de Mayo, man, yesterday was the 4th, so you know, may the 4th be with you. Yes, may the 4th be with you as well. Thank you. The 4th is strong with this one. <laughs> so, um did you see that picture that I posted where it was uh Mark Hamill on uh on, you know, like was it Raya's back? Did you see that? Yeah, like like Yoda. <clears throat> yeah, 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 like Yoda. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. There was actually a uh, another meme that a buddy of mine posted where it was <laughs> It was Yoda on uh, on Mark Hamill's back, like in the original movies, mm-hmm. and it just says, it, "It goes, put it in easy. I will." <laughs> like, like the worst possible situation for that, like situ- <laughs> the worst end result for that. Oh but man! Either either way, um, yeah, dude. Man. I feel like all right. So Star Wars, like out of all the characters, like I'm not really a huge fan of Luke Skywalker. Yeah, right? like he's. Of course, I love the character, but he's not my favorite, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Of the actors, though, I think Mark Hamill would be my favorite to hang out with. Yeah, well, he seems like a pretty chill guy. Yeah, like, I mean, he just seems, like, out there. Like, he's just, like, like I don't, I'm not saying he's crazy, but he just seems like he's, like, very fun-loving. Yeah, like, you know he wants mean? to have a good time. I also, I mean, he also did that really cool thing before Star Wars where he dressed up as a stormtrooper and just went on like Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. And like no one knew it was him. Yeah. Like that's, that's so cool. I don't know. Yeah. I agree with you, man. I think he's a pretty chill guy. Um, also, um, uh, and I, uh, what is it? Adam driver, I think would be pretty chill to hang out with. Yeah. Like he just seems like a nice guy. Like I've seen interviews with him and he's like always cracking jokes. Like he seems like a pretty cool guy. Yeah. He's, he's su- that dude is super funny too. And uh, this is going to be a perfect segue, but when I think about actors that I think are really cool, uh, and a lot of people have said this, is Chris Evans, uh, who plays Captain America. Yeah. Chris Evans, I heard, is like super nice. And I know that for a fact because a friend of mine um, uh, who actually went to uh, the same college I did for acting, um, she actually um, was childhood friends with Chris Evans. And not the previous, but the the previous... um, Oscars, he actually went with her, to, like took her to the Oscars as a date. Nice. And she's married and whatever, but like, you know, it was, it was a joke. If you if you watch the Oscars, they were like, oh, is this your new girlfriend? And she was like, no, no, no. She's like, I'm not his <laughs> girlfriend. She's like, I'm, you know, I'm a childhood friend. She goes, I'm married, you know? So, uh, but uh, she said, you know, I've seen posts and uh, posts of, of um, her and, and him and his brothers and they're all Did just Did her like, husband get to go? Nice. No, it wasn't. No, it was. All right, so. Listen, I, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It, nothing happened, I'm sure. But, right. but psychologically, can mm-hmm. you imagine being like the husband that... Well, they, yeah, but they're also really good friends. Like, oh, the husband's good friends with yeah, him too. They've been friends for a while. Yeah. All right. So, but, All right, so, cool. So, so he cool. was, you know, she, she went to school for acting and wanted to be an actor, but obviously she doesn't do that anymore. So I think Chris Evans was like, hey, do you want to just like be my date at the Oscars? Yeah, picture this though. Like, if, like, Let's say you don't know Chris Evans, but your wife does. 
Right. Yeah. I guess that's that's that that would mess with me, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, I like, mean, yeah, yeah me and Chris I, Evans are really good friends. Like, oh, really? Yeah. He's going to take me to the Oscars. Really? Okay. Yeah, I cool. don't know. I mean, I cool. think it's I think it's an entirely like and it's different... like you, you you you're cool with it. You act like you're cool with it. You're like, yeah, I'm cool with it. That's cool. You guys are good friends. I trust you, baby. I trust you. Right. I, and it's just you know, I, I'm sorry. That would mess with me. It's like because, you know, I don't Chris know. Evans is Chris Evans. Chris Evans is a G. Yeah, he definitely yeah. is. I, I, I don't know. For me, it wouldn't really make me nervous. I, I mean, I trust my wife. I'm not saying that you don't trust, but I'm just you, saying like. No, you're, you're taking it way out of, out of proportion here. Like, I'm not saying that I wouldn't trust her. It would just, it's something, it's just psychologically like it's a, it's, it's that type of thing that would just fuck with you. I guess I know what you're saying because you know I mean? he's Chris Evans. He's, yeah. a, he's like he's a you know high class celebrity. Like everybody, like like every everybody else in the world can sit here and be like, oh, I thought it's Chris Evans. He's super unattainable, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you got nothing to worry about, right? <laughs> like your wife is not gonna date Chris Evans, but like when your wife knows Chris Evans, yeah, and is good friends with Chris Evans, quote unquote, and goes on a date with Chris Evans to the Oscars, it's like that would mess with me in the head a little bit. Like just even if just for. Like, and she could always come back to that. Or, like, you could always come back to that. Oh, yeah, well, you went to the Oscars with Chris Evans. <laughs> <laughs> what, like, use that as ammo in the future? <laughs> yeah. Like, that would be, like, an arguing point or something. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's, it's, it, would, it would weird me out. I can see what you're saying. I, yeah. But from what I, but from what I, I know and, and what I've heard, he's a super nice guy. Um, and, and, like, he just seems like one of those guys, like, yeah, you'd want to, like, grab a beer with and chill with. He's, like, really laid back. And I've seen him on uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and I've seen him on... Um, uh, you know, the Tonight Show with uh, Jimmy Fallon, and he's just, like, chill, and he, like, goofs around, and he laughs, and he seems like he's just such a normal guy, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so... No, nah, he looks mad chill, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, and But speaking of Chris Evans, I mean, your uh, Civil War comes out tonight, and I know you are going to see Civil War. So yes, how I excited am. are you about that? Dude, it's like... It's like Christmas. Did you see the picture that Rob posted on Facebook? I did not. It was like... It was like a pic... <laughs> It was a picture of it was yesterday, a picture of a kid sitting like in front of his like his like room door, with mm-hmm. the door closed. But he was like sitting right in front of the door. And he was like, this is me waiting to go see Civil War tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like he's sitting in front of the door, just waiting like 15 hours until he can leave. Dude, that's what it feels like, man. It does. Yeah. It totally feels that way, man. Like this is something that um, I mean, Marvel's been building up to this for eight years. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think they've I don't think. From jump, they knew that this is where they were going, but it organically went there, and 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 it's been building up. And you have this like this friendship between these two characters that is going to be stressed to the point where they're fighting each other, like going at it, like to like just about to kill each other over over an ideal. Uh, so that you know that that's going to be a pretty strong um, like emotional feeling during that fight because you've no, you've known these characters for eight years, right? You know. Um, unlike Batman v Superman, where you 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 saw Man of Steel, mm-hmm. then you see Batman v Superman, where they just introduced Batman, they just met, and now they're fighting. So it's like there was no like emotional connection there. There was no like the the whole reason and the whole the whole thing was just kind of manufactured, and it didn't feel like this is gonna feel. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. to see these two guys come to blows is gonna be like, whoa, what the hell is going on? Right. You know what I mean? Um. But yeah, I'm super excited, man. And there's there's talk of like there being a death um in the movie or maybe a couple and I just I don't know. I my I 
I am predicting that there's probably not going to be anything too crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I don't think there's going to be any like you know permanent death uh, in this movie. You're probably going to get some stuff like you did in the first one where Nick Fury died and uh, you know came back or whatever. No, it's probably going to be something kind of like you know uh, Batman versus Superman, where like at the end of the movie, you know, Superman obviously is still alive. You know, mm-hmm. something like that. I feel like there's, and you know, that Marvel's going to put in some scene at the end of the movie for a preview of what's to come. Right. Um, which will probably give you a clue that that person who may die in this movie is not dead. Um, I, I don't think that they would necessarily... I'd be surprised if there was a death, you know, where that person, that that's it for that character. I just feel like the thing that they have coming up, right? So they have Avengers Infinity War mm-hmm. coming up. It's a two-parter. Uh, in the comics, like, every single superhero that you could imagine is a part of this story, right? right? In the Marvel Universe. Um for them to kill anybody at this point is going to reduce the number of people that you can throw in that movie because they don't have that that volume. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like they're already working with limited numbers and and to the movie going audience, the people that are watching the MCU, like I'm saying limited numbers and if you've never read comics, like you're probably like, well there's a, a shit ton of characters, but I mean if you look like just look it up online, look up the Infinity Gauntlet online and just look at the cover. And you'll see it's like you have hundreds of characters that are part of this. And that's that's the scope of what's going to happen in Infinity War. You want as many people on deck as you can. Mm. Right. So I I don't think you're going to have any true deaths. There might be some implied deaths, like you said. But we I think it's going to be to a point where we know that it's not permanent. Right. Yeah. And and I I think that makes sense. I think that. Um, Marvel would probably be making some really big decisions if like they decided to kill somebody off and didn't bring that character back at all, regardless of what happens. I mean, if, I mean, if I'm, you're familiar with civil war. I mean, was there anybody that definitely died in the civil war? Absolutely. Yeah. So is that what you, what you think is going to happen? No. All right. So that's, that's my point though. No. So I don't like, I I think, so what what happened in civil war and this is I, I know this is absolutely not going to happen in the movie mm-hmm. uh, based on just, you know, the the politics of it. I mean, you have, you know, contracts, you have people that are, you know, lined up for certain things. Um, so I'm I'm absolutely positive this isn't going to happen. But Captain America is the dude that dies in Civil War in the comic books like he gets he gets shot. Mm-hmm. Um Albeit with a weird like time bullet or some shit that doesn't really kill him, but sends his soul back in time or something, and uh, Red Skull keeps keeps his body alive because I don't know, right? Okay. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm your mortal enemy, and you have the option to just let this dude die, but he's just like, no, we're gonna keep him alive. Yeah, it makes sense. I don't know, I don't know, but anyway, anyway, I, that that was a little suspect. It did give us an awesome like. 12 month run of or it might have even been a 24 month run of, uh, you know, Bucky being Captain America, uh, which was awesome. But I don't see them doing that in the movies just yet. But Sebastian Stan, the guy that plays Bucky, Mm -hmm. is actually going to be he's actually signed on for another, I think, six movies after this. Is he really? Yeah, he's got a nine. He's got a nine movie contract. Jesus, so um, you know that's going to keep going. Yeah, so I mean, like phase four. I mean, if we don't get, if they don't get Chris Evans back, then you know you, they have their Captain America for you know the next six movies. Yeah, um, including you know Avengers movies and stuff. So, uh, Robert Downey Jr. already said that he's you know willing to do a fourth Iron Man. So that 
you know, definitely kills all speculation that he could be dying in this movie because a lot of people were thinking that because like maybe because his contract's up and, you know, he's he's getting, you know, older and Mm -hmm. may not want to continue being Iron Man that, you know, he's going to bite it in this movie. Well, you know, he's going to be in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. He's already it's already been announced that's confirmed and he's already said that he's willing to do a fourth movie so he's not dying either. So if neither one of these guys are dying, I don't know who's going to bite it. I'm telling you man, like as an actor like signing a Marvel contract is like so like if you get a character it's just like job security because <laughs> like oh, yeah. I mean like Chris Evans has done what like five movies already. Yeah. He's the first two you know, first two Captain America movies. He's done both Avengers. Mm-hmm. He's doing this one. Right. Like that's five. You know he's probably gonna be in the next one. That's six movies he had a cameo just in, in that one character. He had a cameo in Thor. In Thor, uh, yeah. The Dark World. Yep. Yep, yeah, I remember that. Um, um, and then you got, I mean, Robert Downey Jr., Jesus Christ, that guy's been in every freaking movie, like Marvel Universe. Right. Um I don't know. I'm I'm ultra psyched about seeing Civil War. Unfortunately, I won't be able to see it. Um probably until another week. Um, I'm officially going on on my honeymoon, which you know, and um, I have uh, Lenny's show, which I just want to plug for a second. So uh, I'm going to be in a show called uh, The Social Avenger, which we've kind of talked about last podcast briefly, but it's actually the dates for that are um, today, May 5th, 6th, and 7th, obviously next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and then the following week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday as well. Um, So uh, it's at the Arctic Playhouse in Warwick, um, it, once again, it's called the social Avenger make sure that you guys check it out. Um, I will tell you this, if you're looking for just, you know, your kind of run of the mill play, uh, this is not the, the show for you. This show really pushes the envelope and you're probably going to see things that you didn't expect to see on stage. That's as much as I'll say, but it really, um, within the first five minutes, you're going to be like, holy shit, I didn't see this coming. Dude, I'm um, so dumb though, man. I'm so I, I'm so stupid. I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you give these dates, mm-hmm. and I'm saying to myself, "How the fuck are they gonna have this show on Saturday, and then next week on Thursday and Friday? Like when you're gonna be on your cruise? How how is that gonna happen?" Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh, it's a, it's a fucking play. So mm-hmm. you you have what like a, a guy that like fills in for you, right? You mean like an understudy. Thank you. So uh, the way that's working is. Um, the the roles that I have in this play are not bigger roles; they're smaller roles. So there there's there's other actors. There's there's actors that are playing multiple characters in the show. So they're mm-hmm. literally just filling in for the for the four shows that I can't be there. Right. Then I come back for the last week, and then I'll obviously be on every all three shows when it's in New York City. So, um, you know, it's it's definitely. Um, uh, I appreciate the fact that he's allowing me to actually do that, but he really wanted me to be a part of it. So, um, you know, I thank Lenny Schwartz for that. Um, and I, I can't I can't wait to to open the show tonight. It's going to be kick ass. And, and there's always a different energy when there's an audience there. You right. know, it just takes the show to the next level. And so, when is the New York show? Uh, July 1st, 2nd and 3rd. And then I come back. I come back on the 4th of July in the morning, which I am just dreading what kind of traffic there's going to be. Mm. But anyway, um, that's that. Um, so, yeah. But but anyways, you know, just wanted to throw that out there. But um, yeah, it's, I won't be able to see Civil War until. Um, probably about a week and a half, but, um, I'm hoping that when I go to see it, I'm probably going to go see it during the day and it won't be as crazy in theaters, you know, because people will be in school and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I'll miss like the rush, but I'll still get to see the movie, um, and try to avoid spoilers. Uh, but I'll probably hear something regardless. Cause that's just the way that, uh, people talk. Well, I have so, a feeling that we're going to figure out how, uh, you know, Stonewall Jackson earned his name mm-hmm. in this movie. 
Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, and and uh, you know maybe we might see something about uh, the Battle of you know Fort Sumter. Yeah, you sent me that article. Yeah, yeah, or that that uh, long text about that. Also, yeah, I mean, I mean, if you have seen anything online lately or, or have seen the articles that we're kind of referring to, then you probably know what we're talking about. Um, but uh, oh, I, that, that wasn't an article, dude. That was me. No, no. There was another article that I saw that referenced what you talked about. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I didn't send it to you, but I, I forgot where I saw it, but I did see it. And then, but I had gotten your text before I saw that, mm. before, uh, before, uh, before I seen the article. Um, but uh, I definitely want to move on uh, to... Um, something that you showed me today that I had heard about, but I never actually took the time to see the video, which was Obama just like dropping the mic literally. Oh, Obama (laughs) is a G man. That dude like really like, so he killed it. No, he did. He killed it. Um, There's no other president that would do that. Like that has done that yet. No, like, like, you know what I mean? Like he literally knows that. So the funny thing that I think about Obama is ever since he's been in office, there's been two people, people that are like, he's doing a great job. And people are like, fuck Obama. He's screwing up America. But, and then like, I can't wait to, for him to be out of office. Now we see who could possibly be in office. And we're like, oh shit, Obama's not that bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we got, you know, we got Hillary who's like a fucking nutcase. And then we got Trump who's even worse. So, you know, and Bernie Sanders, who I love the guy, but unless he makes some major moves in the next couple weeks, he's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not going to happen. But yeah, you know, so I think Obama is kind of like you guys thought I was bad, but you know, like this is kind of what's coming, you know, yep. and he's making fun of that. Yeah. You know, he really just cracking on it in that video, but just how he was like, I got two words, <laughs> Obama out and yeah. he drops the mic. Like <laughs> no other president is going to say that. No. Nope. Anything that comes after that is probably going to be said worse in the White House. I mean, oh yeah, uh, I, I. I don't know, man. He Dude, really, like, he's a what were you telling me about Hillary today? She's so, so stupid. So what I was saying is that, like, she, so she's trying to get the African American vote. So they asked her what is one thing that she always carries on her, and she said hot sauce. <laughs> like, like, do you really think if you say you carry hot sauce on your person every day, black people are going to be like, oh shit, she's carry hot sauce? I'm in. Like, <laughs> like, come on. I was Trump all the way, but now I'm Hillary because she likes hot well, sauce. Let's let's be real. You're not yeah. going to hear anybody that's black be like, oh, I was Trump all the way. Well, yeah, yeah. I maybe mean, maybe a few, but there's there's probably a few in there. I mean, there's I, those are also the guys that you see on on TV, like on CNN, like <laughs> fucking or, and Fox and Friends and shit. Like, yeah. I, I don't count them. Yeah. Well, there there have there have there have been a decent amount of. Uh, African Americans I've seen at the Trump rallies, you know, so it's kind of like, wow, okay, it's, it's depressing, man. Yeah, there it depresses a- me, and I'll go on record as saying that. And I mean, if I'm losing you as a listener, then that means I didn't really watch you as a listener. So, uh, yeah, it depresses me. It fucking depresses well, me. Well, did you see the video? This video on Facebook about like uh, there was a bunch of Mexicans that were on the side of the road, and like it was the, it was at the end of a Trump rally, so they were protesting it. And as all the like Trump people came by, this is, I forgot, I think it was in the South somewhere, but they were coming by and like, you know, their pickup trucks and their big ass, like, you know, GMC trucks, you know, with like Trump signs. And as they're driving past this, the Mexicans who you think would probably be getting the rough end of the stick in this situation, because he wants to put up this wall to like, or, or deport them. They're basically looking at Trump 
and making themselves look even worse. Like as they're driving by, there's like a younger Mexican kid and he's literally being like, fuck you. Like, fuck you. And he's like, literally keeps saying it to the Trump people. It's like, it's like, you're the one, this is the reason you're basically, you're, you're proving Trump's point even more by acting like this. This is why he's saying he wants you out of the country. You know what I mean? Or wants to put up a wall so we don't have to, so this trash doesn't need to come into the country. And that's what Trump is saying. And you're literally proving his bullshit point. Like not all Mexicans yeah. are trash, but what you're the, the behaviors that you're exhibiting on yeah. camera that are now on Facebook make you look like exactly what he wants people to see. You know? But that that's uh, that's everything though. Like I mean, it's like you said, not all are, are trash, and like that's the same thing with every every race and nationality. Humans in general, you have trash humans, and you have mm-hmm. humans that are not trash. Um, the problem that I have is that I feel like, yeah, yeah, they kind of they played into the bullshit, but I feel like they were baited. You know what I mean? Yeah, they I were baited. Like, you know, like you, you got somebody that's that's putting you down and, you know, trying to, you know, stomp on your rights and, and not. I mean, like, they, they, you know, crossing crossing the border illegally is not cool. Yeah. Not, I mean, I'm not advocating that shit. But you, when you got people that are just trying to stomp on your rights and trying to, like, you know, just we're going to keep everybody out and, and whatnot. Like, I feel like, you know, somebody says, fuck you. You know, you're not really proving anything. You're just you're 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 responding, mm-hmm. right? And when you respond, now, like you said, like that, they can take that and spin it any way they want. That's the that's the problem with media today is that you can take something, and you can just spin that any way you want to fucking spin it. So they're giving him ammunition, absolutely. But I don't think they're proving anything. I think they're I think they're definitely feeding the the fire though. Yeah, I mean, and, and I'll just go on record saying like I'm not saying that that Mexicans are trash, and I think I kind of explained that. But yeah, you I just, did. I just want to make sure that people get that. I'm just saying that like they were kind of proving or are helping, um, yeah, add fuel to the fire of what Trump's been saying the whole time. Right. It didn't really help their cause. Um. So, yeah, you know, I mean, but Obama, he is just like this baller president now that everybody is like oh shit like we thought we were in some shit but now we might actually be in some shit yeah i mean you the know? problem the problem is is that you never have and that's the i think the system is flawed mm-hmm. i think you you know having this like you only have eight years right right having that in place is like it's a flawed system because it takes fucking at least four years to start climbing out of the hole the last president left you in Right. You know what I mean, and then it takes another four years to start seeing some changes, start seeing some changes. And now you got to fucking put an end to it and bring somebody else in who's going to start trying to implement their own agenda. Um, and it's I don't know. I just I, I think it is a flawed system. I mean, it's it's our system. We got to embrace it and love it. But uh, I, I do think that it could use some some overhaul. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I just yeah, it's it's scary to kind of think about where who we might actually elect. Um, Cause I, I was at a, I was in a conversation with a colleague the other day um, at the banquet that I was at. And uh, he said that he was some, he was somewhere at a dinner. Right. Mm-hmm. And there was a table of older people that were all talking about who they were going to vote for. If it was like Trump or Hillary or whatever. Right. And they were all going around the table and he was like eavesdropping on their conversation mm-hmm. and they went around the table. They're like, all right, let's go on the table and see who you're going to vote for. And it was literally, everybody was like Trump, 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 Trump. And then it got to like, uh, like it was like the, the ninth out of 10 people said Hillary. And then <sighs> they were like, and then they were like, 
And then the person that was voting for Hillary said, why are you all voting for Trump? And then he like was even more interested in what their response was going to be. And this was their response. They were like the, the majority of them said, because he's unpredictable, which I feel like is the worst thing you would want in a president that he's unpredictable. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, if he's unpredictable, like great, I guess that maybe there could be some positives of that, but unpredictable, unpredictable is also him just like, you know, one day, He's in office, and then the next day, he's like, let's pick up the phone and start a war. That's unpredictable, but it's fucked up. Exactly. Like, that's my biggest fear is that somebody, like, another, like, some other country, like, their president or their, you know, prime minister or whatever is going to fucking call him and say something, and he's going to say something back to them that is, like, racist or just, like, inconsiderate or or hurtful, Mm -hmm. right? Because he didn't like what they said. He's like, burn bridges. Like, and not just burn bridges, but literally start a fucking war without trying to start a war. Yeah. Like, because in his mind, he's just speaking his mind. And in their mind, they're like, oh, you just insulted the shit out of me. You know, so I guess that's the way this is going down. Click. And then now we got now we got a situation. Right. You know what I mean? Especially with the fucking like tensions rising, like in, you know, the fucking in China and, you know, over that over over that area and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. we, we are, we're close right now to war, mm-hmm. right? Like all it takes is some idiot like that to push us right over the edge. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it, it, I just hope that you saw what he did to Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Who cares about Rosie O'Donnell? <laughs> <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell hasn't said the smartest things either. She's fucking weird. <laughs> anyway. No, um, I'm saying like, I mean like, I his, know. Yeah, I know. What but you're I mean, saying. his remarks about her, like, I mean, yeah. it's like their, their beef. I could give a shit about, but like, you know, like if Rosie O'Donnell was a country, yeah, no we'd be we'd be fucked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, but yeah, him dropping the mic just hilarious. Um, and it's just so like Obama to do that. It, it he is. really was making some great jokes. So if you haven't watched the uh, the uh, speech, then check it out. Um, also, I showed you a trailer uh, earlier today that you weren't aware of. Uh, the trailer for a movie called The Shallows. Starring uh, Blake Lively. I saw this trailer for the first time the other day and was like, fuck yes. So if you haven't seen this trailer yet, check it out. What was your first impressions on this? Like I, when I saw it, the first thing I thought of was open water. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Going into the trailer, right? Mm-hmm. Like the first, because it's like a two and a half minute trailer. The first, yeah, the first minute. The first what did minute. you think the, it was about? The first minute, I thought it was a fucking FaceTime commercial. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought I thought it was actually going to be a Skype like, commercial or something like because like it was like, you know, she goes on this vacation. She's out there. She's like, da, 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 and then all of a sudden she's FaceTiming somebody and like you hear the music and it, and it shifts. And then like when they get to that, uh, the the house of the person that she's calling, it looked just like. Like a, a commercial, like like one of those commercials with uh, Kristen Bell. Okay, yeah, I know what you're saying. And yeah. Dak Shepard. Yeah. You know I mean, it looked like one of those commercials, and I was like, oh, it's a commercial. And then I was like, no, he said it was a trailer. So I kept watching, and I was like, oh, cool. That's fucking cool, right? Because yeah. like, then like you know, you get all this other shit going on like with the sharks and, and yeah. stuff like that. That was really cool. First, The first 10 seconds, I maybe thought it was like she was going to get jacked by those two people Thank or whatever. Cause, and I think they did that on purpose. I'm like, oh, shit, like, these guys are going to try to like rape her or something's going to happen, like yeah. fucked up. And it's going to be one like a touristist kind of movie, yeah. you know, like where they abduct her and they do this fucked up shit. But then I'm like, but then you see, you know her get dragged underwater and then she's like it's a shark movie i was like fuck yes yeah and it looks like 
I mean, Blake Lively hasn't done a ton of shit, but she's done enough. And you know, she was in she was in Green Lantern, which let's it wasn't the best movie, but I mean, like I thought she did a good job. You know, and mm. I think she's a decent actress. I don't think that she would be attaching herself to a movie if it was going to be a piece of shit. You right. know, and like this movie actually looks like it's more of a psychological thriller. You know, I mean, this per- she gets dragged into water by a shark, but then she's stranded on this like rock that is just kind of like over the surface where she has a place to chill and the shark is just circling. And you know, and she's she's close enough where she could swim to shore, but not close enough where she can make it without this thing grabbing her. Right. But then there's like a buoy like 30 yards away, which I don't really understand like because in the trailer she gets to that buoy and I think there's like a there's a gun attached to it or some shit. I don't know. It was weird. I don't know what the purpose. A flare gun probably. Maybe, yeah. Of, of yeah, I think that's maybe what it was. But um yeah, she's like on this buoy which is I guess maybe why she went there, but I didn't really see that from watching the trailer. I was like, why the fuck what's the point of getting to the buoy? Like get get to fucking shore, but I guess yeah, the flare gun would make sense. Um but I'm glad somebody's doing a shark movie where mm. the shark actually didn't look that bad. No, it didn't. You know, and it doesn't. I mean, they're usually using CGI for it, but I mean, it looks pretty damn good. Yeah, I mean, like with today's technology, I mean, if you put enough money into that shit, it's gonna look real. Yeah. On the screen, right? Because everything's 2D on the screen anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So um, I, th- I mean, I think I think the movie just looks like a really good shark movie instead yeah. of like that trash like Sharknado, which it's so bad that people love it, which I don't understand. I never even bothered watching it. But yeah, it's like it's like when people ask you to smell sour milk. Yeah, I'd sour. Smell this. Yeah, is this smell bad? It's like, what do you think? <laughs> Did you smell it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it smells bad, right? It wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't good. Um, but it's it definitely looks a lot better than open water, mm. <laughs> which open water was. Uh, that awful. was awful, man. It's fucking two hours of my life I'll never get back. Yeah, open that movie water, did not need to be that long. No, open water was pretty fucking bad. Um, I don't know that movie frustrated me because those people went to. I swear to God, the characters were written to just be the most stupid people ever to be stranded. Mm-hmm. Like they're freaking out, which is obviously you're gonna freak out, have a couple moments. They started getting in fights with each other. And then, uh, but then you see this boat off in the distance and it's in out in the distance. Like it's miles, Yeah. but it's the only thing in their view. And they decide not to swim in that direction. And I remember being in the theater, just being like, fucking swim. Like, (laughs) even if you don't make it, like at least you're getting towards a goal instead of looking in every direction and not seeing anything but horizon, you know? So whatever. Um, there's also another movie out called green room, which you, Actually, hadn't heard of yet. Yeah, no, that's a uh, Eli Roth movie. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, the uh, so. This, oh no, that's Green Inferno. I'm sorry. Well, I want to see. Yeah, you're right. The, but the green, um, the green room. I want to know who the director of that was uh, before I actually get into this. Um, green room. Looking it up right now. Isn't that Jeremy? What, uh, excuse me, Jeremy Saulnier. So isn't the green room like where people wait? Before they come out on a talk show, yeah, the green room is like where the comedians hang out before they do stand up, or like yeah. where an actor hangs out. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna hang out in the green room before uh, I go on Jimmy Fallon. There's a know? horror movie. Well, it's a horror movie called Green Room. Um, I don't exactly remember. Um, I, it's not necessarily. I don't think it's a real green room. Oh, I think it's just a like green room, um, <laughs> and that's what they call it. Uh, but so I'm like from, picturing like them getting locked in a green room and maybe they start going crazy or some well, shit. The, the, the basically, um, I know, I think it actually, no, I'm sorry. I th- I'm remembering the trailer now. I sound like a fucking idiot right now, but they're in this, they're in this green room cause they're a, a punk rock band. 
Um, but they're actually like there's these like skinheads that basically trapped them in this room. Um, and they and Patrick Stewart is like the lead skinhead guy. Which Patrick is, Stewart? Yeah. And that's the coolest thing is that he attached himself to this movie. So, you know, it's not a piece of shit. Hmm. And I watched the trailer and I was like, this movie looks fucking awesome. And it and, and it's basically like um, it's got some actors in it that you would know. Um, what's his name? Um, let me click on this guy. Um, yeah. Anton uh, Yelchin. You know what I'm talking about? Yelkin? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> you would know who he is if you saw him. He was in he was in the um he was the the kid in the new um Fright Night with Colin Farrell. I never watched that. Oh, all right. He was also in Into the Darkness in Star Trek. He's been in Star Trek. He was in um Terminator Salvation. Um y- you would know him if you saw him. He's definitely a I mean, look him up on your iPhone, man. He's uh or just look up the green room and you'll know who he is. Um, but they, they get trapped in this room and they give them the option. They're like, we'll let you go. If you can get out, if you can escape. And this kid tries to escape and he like breaks open the door and he starts to like go out and you see all these German shepherds just start like charging him. So it's like, they're doing everything in their power to not let them out, you know? So, but, and you don't know how it's going to end, you know, it's probably going to have like, you know, one survivor at the end, you know, and, and what actually happens when he actually gets outside the green room and, and, um, and you know, fights his way through. So it looks uh, it looks interesting. It's it's done pretty well in theaters already. It's gotten really good reviews. And like I said, I don't think that Patrick Stewart would actually be uh, be doing it if um, it was a piece of crap movie. But it, it's really interesting to see that Patrick Stewart's attached to it. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing where where that's going to go. Um, another movie that I also have not seen but it's worth talking about is uh Keanu by uh, Key and Peel oh yeah this movie this trailer looked hilarious but it's gotten like awesome reviews yes it has yeah they yeah. they uh looks like they're killing it man and, and I'm dying to see this film this is a movie that I actually had it's very close to Civil War in my rankings as far as movies that I want to see mm-hmm. um I just haven't had a chance to get to the theater and see it yet yeah I, I haven't had a chance to see anything because of the show and because obviously next week. But um, when I get back, man, like Keanu, The Green Room and Civil War are all like on my like have to go see movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've even told Don, I'm like, because we talked about The Green Room on Tony Flying Solo. And he was like, we got to go see Green Room. And I'm like, yeah, when I get back, he's like, oh, I got to wait. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, we're yeah. actually going to he asked me if I wanted to go see it tomorrow. And I'm like, I can't, man. I'm doing the show. Yeah. You know, so um, uh, he's going to be. I, th- I thank him for being patient, but he's going to go. Uh, we wait actually and, and check out the movie when, uh, when I get back. Yeah. Um, so if you I'm going to, I'm going to wait for uh Keanu. Yeah. For you to get back. Cause I know you're, you're definitely a cat lover. So, Oh dude, I can't wait. It looks hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I want to see that. Um, Keanu is, just looks like, I mean, it's key and peel humor, right? You know, especially like in the trailer where they're in the bar. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, you can't talk like that. And he's like, yeah, I'm in the right place. He's like, so, dude, the funniest shit is the one that you posted on uh, Facebook, though. The, the texting yeah, battle, yeah, that, that was, was so great. That was awesome because it's it's it happens in real life. Like you definitely misinterpret, yeah. like what the other person's saying. Like I do, like ninety percent of the time. I I have to, I always have to read a text message like two or three times. I'm like, did I get that right? Yeah. Probably not. Let me read that again. <laughs> I like when he put let's go. And then he's like, this motherfucker. <laughs> like, like, 
oh, there ain't gonna be no rounds. Yeah. <laughs> you just see him in his kitchen, like, losing his shit. And the other guy's like, yeah, man, let, let's go. <laughs> so, he says, I got the first round. <laughs> He's a, ooh, ain't gonna be no rounds. This is a street fight. <laughs> Oh, it's great, man. They're they're brilliant when it comes to comedy. I mean, yeah. I hate to admit it because it's like I've tried to do shit that's funny like that and it just doesn't work out. Yeah, no, they they like I I sat and I watched that and then after I watched that, I just let the mix play. Like, you know, how YouTube will just play like one video after the other. Yeah. I left that running like all day. Yeah. And just, laughed my ass off the whole fucking time. It was all like what Key and Peel shit? Yeah. Or, yeah, that great. Yeah, like they I'm so mad that their show is not on the air anymore. But dude, of all places to find this out, uh, Courtney watches uh, Watch What Happens Live, mm-hmm. this shit on Bravo. Oh, like, yeah. You know what I'm Becca talking about? watches that with Andy Cohen. Yeah. So yeah. Key and Peele were actually on the show, and um, they were talking about all the shit they have coming out, man. They're doing Police Academy. Oh, shit. That's awesome. They're doing um, a, sub- a movie about the substitute teacher. Okay. All right. Yeah. This, that gets all the names wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That shit's gonna be great, <laughs> dude. Like, come on, like, and that's like just the tip of the. I'm sure that's the tip of the iceberg, man. Especially with this Keanu movie like doing so well, I think you know Police Academy and and that shit they're gonna take off, and and we're just gonna have a ton of Key and Peele shit to watch. So, I mean, it sucks that I don't get to watch them weekly, but knowing that I have two hour movies to look forward to, you know, in the future, like I'm I'm excited. Well, I I, I just hope that if they if they do actually do a police academy, um, I think that's a movie that they got to be like very careful with. Um, like they need to make sure that they bring in like the old characters. Like you got to have like Steve Gutenberg come back. Yeah, you got to have um, Kim Cattrall because she was in that. And then there's also uh, I always this guy's name always escapes me, which is no big surprise. Um, the guy who does all the voices and all the noises. You know what I'm talking about? The African-American guy, he always does all the sounds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric Winslow. Yeah. Uh, he's That guy is unbelievable. He just He's unbelievable with the sounds he can make. He did a whole uh, thing on a talk show with uh, – he basically – there was a guy, like, singing, and he did, like, the entire music. Like, the drums, the guitar, like, unbelievable. Like, he sounded like the exact instruments. Um, that they got to bring those guys back because Police Academy is not going to be Police Academy without them. You know, you need to have them kind of pass the torch if that's what they're trying to do. Um, so yeah, man, Key and Peele, dude, killing it. Um, they're, dude, I, I wish I was as funny as to, to come up with skits like that because I'll come up with an idea and in my head it's funny, but then like when I actually see it being filmed and I see the end result of it, it's not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Which, oh, it's Michael Winslow, not Eric. Oh, Winslow. Michael Winslow, yeah, uh, dude. I think I honestly think that uh, it's it's just a matter of them being like true to themselves and having like the chemistry that they have. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. the stuff that they come up with is like if I think if anybody else did what they were doing, it would fall flat. Yeah, I mean their, their personalities definitely lend a. Um, a hand to why I think they're successful. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like their their comedy is molded to to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It's like I don't think anybody else can get get away with the shit that they do. And like there are a couple of there are a couple of skits that I think other people could do, but uh, for the most part, just based on like and and they and they they craft it like you have like the Miami Vice one. I don't know if you ever saw that one mm-hmm. where you know like. 
you know, he play like Key plays the uh, the Don Johnson of the group, and uh, Peel is the uh, Tubbs. You know, the the I don't even know Tubbs's real name. I I I gave Don Johnson the respect of using his real name, and Tubbs was just Tubbs. <laughs> that's the, that's the 80s for you brother yeah <laughs> sorry man <laughs> sorry man if 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 miami vice came out in the 2000s then you know i'd know your name man <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i mean i think that they're definitely wicked successful i think my favorite key and peel skit is uh is the one where um they do like you know where tim cook comes out <laughs> Like, oh yeah, that's awesome. He just like he literally like elbow slams like all the windows rolls. <laughs> yeah, that's like so out of character <laughs> from what would really happen. And then he has the meltdown at the end. Oh yeah, he just like loses his shit. Uh he's like, just stick to the script, man. He's like, I am gonna stick to the script. And then he just like he takes the cards and throws them. <laughs> he just goes off script. No, they're they're definitely uh extremely funny, man. And I I I mean, but they also have exposure. Yeah. You know, like that's a big part of it. Like I think the stuff that Jim and I have done and the stuff that we have done is funny, mm-hmm. but we don't have the amount of exposure that they have. Yeah. So the more people that see it, there's going to be a specific audience that you're trying to appeal or appeal to. Exactly. And uh and if you're not getting that if that audience isn't seeing it, then it's like it never existed. So I think it's just a matter of getting more people to be aware that you're out there and then them seeing your material and then sharing it and so forth. And then it just kind of goes on. Yeah. So, but they've been around for a long time and Hey man, they've, they've paid their dues cause they, they've been doing a ton of shit. Yeah. They've I've been seen, around since before mad TV. Yeah, man. I've seen them on uh, I've seen them take some bad hits too. Like there was a video of them at some college where they were doing like, it was just them like mm-hmm. on stage doing their show and they got like booed off the stage. You know I mean? This was like, this was maybe about like five years ago. I saw it when I didn't yeah. really give a shit about Key and Peele. Like I knew who they were and they were up and coming, but they were at some college and like just got booed off the stage. Like, mm. you know, so, and I think it's to, to know that they've gone through shit like that and to see where they are now, they've obviously like paid their dues. Cause I'm, I'm sure that's probably not the first time that's happened. Yeah. Their stuff is like, I think the reason why they got booed is because their stuff is like very like relevant to what's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all of their stuff is like very like real. Like you can watch something and you're just like, yo, that that shit happens. And it, and it's like they make it, they take it to the extreme. So you take a very real situation and just take it to the extreme, and that's your skit, yeah. right? And it, and it's beautiful, and they act it out beautifully, and it's perfect. And uh, to do that years ago, it was boring. Mm-hmm. Because people are like people weren't looking for shit that was relevant. They were looking for just like you know they were looking for the Dane Cooks. Yeah, Dane you know Cooks, what I mean. Oh my god, he's not doing shit now. No, no, because Dane Cooks comedy is irrelevant right now. Right, and I said it. Yeah, you know, well, I'm it not is. a comedian. It is. It I'm is. not a comedian. I can't do what he did, and I can't do what these guys do. Can't do what you do. But I can tell you, I watch that shit, and I can tell you his comedy is irrelevant right now. I watch, if I go back and try to watch his old shit, sure, I'll chuckle a little bit. I'll remember some times where I laughed at that, and maybe that reminiscence would make me laugh again. But the reality is, I'd rather listen to a Louis C.K. now or watch mm-hmm. a Key and Peele skit because their shit is relevant to the world. And what's going on in it. And it's not just shit. It's not just stories that they made up. You know what I mean? I will say this, though. I mean, it, yeah, it's like it, comedy has a very, um, very quick shelf life. Like, mm. you know what I mean? There's um, because when Dane Cook came out, like people liked him because he was like he would just like 
oh, so bananas. Let's talk about bananas. Whoa, bananas. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. was his, that was why he was funny because he was like over the top and like kind of eccentric. And people were like, oh, this is a new way of doing comedy. He's more energet- energetic and he does like this vicious circle thing where it's like comedy in the round. Like, right. that's cool, right? That was actually the name of one of his shows, I yeah, think. The yeah, the vicious circle. That's why I've was, I was said that. But then there's, there's, um, uh, but then you got people like Louis C.K. who I also feel like Louis C.K. is only still relevant because he has like a show called Louis. He hasn't done like a full stand up in like what, like a year and a half, two years. Like it's it's been a while, mm. you know, like he needs to release a new thing, but he's focusing on a show. He's also focusing on that that uh, other uh, weird show that he did with uh alan arkin uh not alan arkin um shit who's the guy from match mash alan alda son, alda thank you uh alan alda he um he did a show with him i forgot it's it's a weird it's two names it's like something and something it's you gotta buy it on his website uh like every episode is like a dollar and then the last three are like three dollars or something well the reality i don't wouldn't say that that i wouldn't say hey that's the only reason why he's still relevant i would say that it's not in spite of him not doing shows. I think he's not doing shows because, like, I mean, where does the money come from? The money is going to be in a, a studio or a or a television network buying your show, right? Well, well yeah, but and, I and that's 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 always like in in his show, Louis. Like, that's based on his life, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, there was that. I remember. I remember the episode where he was house hunting. Yeah, and he went to his like his uh, like financial guidance guy or yeah and they were they were like you don't have the money for that right but then but then like he he still got it mm-hmm. right but then he had you know financial hardship after that right i think when you see that it kind of puts it in perspective like the show is going to get him that and that's right. obviously what he wants in life because that was in his show and like that was like that was the pinnacle of his like what he wanted in a house right right so so with that in mind it's like oh dude i'm gonna do what's gonna make the most money and still stay true to my art because like, he's not, he's not deviating from his vision and what his comedy is like. His comedy is definitely has, it has his own signature, its own stamp on it. You can't, you can't deny that. So he's staying true to it, but he's, he's shifted from doing the stand up to doing the thing that's going to make more money. Right. Uh, and, and I, but I and think, reach the most people, I guess too. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I agree with that because now his, you know, his, couple first seasons are on netflix so i mean that's he's making money off that but i guess my point is is that i think the only reason why louis c louis ck hasn't somewhat fizzled out is because he's keeping his like he's keeping himself on the map Mm. by doing his shows right like like doing the things that people can watch on fx and stuff like that i feel like if he wasn't doing those then it would just be like, okay, man, waiting for your next special. <laughs> like, that's why Bill Burr is actually doing really well. Bill Burr is hilarious. Yeah. Right? He tours, he's touring all the time. I mean, he's, he's, he's in his prime right now. And he also has F for Family. You know, right. F is for Family, which I thought was great. It was. I mean, are they doing another season? Or? Yeah, he's actually, I was listening to his podcast the other day, and he's actually uh, has been in the writer's room for season two. And I think that's the other thing. Like, he's got the podcast, too. Yeah, and his he, podcast exactly. is hilarious. Yeah, he keeps it going. Like yeah. there's, oh, he's always doing something, always keeping keeping relevant, always like making sure that people are aware that he's he's doing stuff. Yeah, you know, um, that way people don't forget about him because people lose have a very short attention span. And there are two types of people too. I, I think two types of comedians and comedic actors. And there's there's the ones they're the ones that are always on, mm-hmm. where it's just it's just who they are. Yeah, and then there are ones that that write material. 
and perform right. it. Right. Yeah. And right. the ones that are always on, that's that's the Bill Burrs. Like he can do a podcast and his podcast is going to be just as hilarious as his stand up. I was just going to say that like him, him doing stand up is I mean, obviously he writes his material, but like it, it I think to come up with it, it probably is a challenge. But at the same time, it might be easier for him to come up with his material. And right. people that go to see him want to hear his type of fucked up comedy. Same thing with Louis C.K., whereas you have kind of like a Jerry Seinfeld, like where he writes his shit all out. Like, I think it takes a while for Jerry Seinfeld to come up with his stuff. Right. You know, it's not, I don't, I'm not saying it's hard for him to do it because he's a, a well-seasoned comedian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I think he, I mean, he wouldn't, I mean, but he's also another guy, though. He comes, he's got his comedians in cars, you know, getting Yeah, coffee. no, it's all about, you know, like it's seeing, all about just keeping yourself active and keeping yourself in, in people's eye. Yeah, it's like, it's like the Matrix, right? So... And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like the Matrix. It's like you get to a point where you can see the code. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right, right. As it's falling through the ether. Right? Yeah. Like you actually see, oh, that's going to be funny. So I'm going to grab that and I'm going to write it down. I'm going to put it in my notebook and I'm going to keep it for later. And then I'm going to marinate on it and I'm going to create something out of it. Right? Right. Um, so like when you get people like Seinfeld, like they are, it's just natural for them. They they see the Matrix. They are, they're Neo. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you've got folks that might not be Neo. They might be, uh, what's that guy's name? Uh, Larry Fishburne's character. Oh. uh, Morpheus. Yeah, Morpheus. So you might have a Morpheus out there who's not necessarily seeing everything for what it is, but he knows knows it's there. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and can absolutely navigate through it. Um, And then you have people that are just blind to it, like me. <laughs> and I just, I just, I'm, I'm in awe of the people that can actually do that type of work. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a, uh, it's a cool thing. I don't even know where the fuck I'm going with this. So let's. No, uh, it makes sense. I, I, um, I think that, you know, like I, I just want to say one more thing. Like regarding this, Jerry Seinfeld, man, he is, he's a great host on comedians in cars getting coffee, and he says funny things every once in a while. But like, it's really about the guests. You know, because right. like he'll just let the guests talk and you see why they're funny. And that and I think that for me is the most interesting thing is when I watch comedians in cars, it reminds me of Jim and I because him and I are both comedians and we hang out and we the stupidest shit pops into our heads. Stupidest right. shit. You and I have the same thing. Like we'll be driving around and stupid shit happens. Yeah. And you know what I mean? But it's like. They're driving around and they have these GoPros that are recording everything. So it's the funny shit that happens is what they is what they edit and put into the episode. Right. But it's interesting because uh, what's his name? And you watched the episode I told you to watch where it was um, Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey is the guy that hosts Family Feud. Um, but his episode uh, on comedians and cars uh, getting coffee was brilliant because he actually made this point about how you can't teach people comedy. Comedy just happens. And he's like, com- comedians actually have a different brain than everybody else. They see the world differently than, than other people see it. So it's like if somebody dies, a comedian is the first person to make the joke. You know, the general public might not be ready for it, but that's the way that we think. You know, and I thought that was a really great point. You know, and um, when, he ha- when, when Jerry Seinfeld does his show, you see how they crack on everything. And they tr- they make a joke about everything because that's the way their brain works. So I don't know. I just thought that was really interesting, you know. And, and that's why comedians are who they are, man, because their brain works differently. Um, 
But the last thing I want to talk about, and, and this kind of didn't ruin my day, but it kind of like really brought me down for a little bit. Um, I was online, you know, just kind of like looking around and this article popped up where it was all about um, Joey Kramer. And if uh, you guys don't know who Joey Kramer is, well, let me fill you in. He was actually the little kid that um, played uh, the main character in Flight of the Navigator, which was like an uh, like a Disney movie that came out when I was a kid. Um, it really sucks, man. Yeah, the kid, the character's name was David Freeman, um, and it's you know it's all about this kid who gets a you know goes into a spaceship and the you know he. Um, has to find his family because the spaceship has to take him back in time. Or it was like, it was, it's really weird. I'm not going to get into it, but it's an excellent Disney movie uh, that I used to watch all the time. And I've, I've still watched to this day and it's excellent. But this guy, um, I guess got arrested for Canadian bank robbery. Uh, <laughs> he's 42. Last I heard, uh, and this was maybe about hey, five I'm 42. years ago. Well, that, no, that was just his age. Oh. So, he, uh, I'm not saying you're going to rob a bank in, in Canada, but, uh, I'm 42. I better get on that bank robbery. Um, he, um, clock's ticking, buddy. He, um, last I heard it was like five years ago. I saw on online somewhere. I actually looked him up cause I was like, what happened to this kid? He was working at like the Canadian equivalent of like a Dick sporting goods. And somebody recognized him and actually took a picture with him and like, you know, held up the flight of the navigator DVD. Um, but I guess like after his, but he's like unrecognizable now, I think. Well, I I mean, he was, he was like 12 when he did the movie. So I mean, he definitely doesn't look the same. I mean, you can kind of see remnants of the kid that he was, but I mean, he, uh, I guess he got into like drugs after flight of the navigator. Like his, his, he did like a couple like episodes, like two episodes of murder. She wrote and like really nothing after that. And then like, I guess since his, you know, he's a childhood star, you know, he wasn't doing shit, you know, so probably got involved in, in drugs and alcohol, which is the, you know, that fucking sad story. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he, uh, didn't do shit and he was working at like that, you know, Dick's sporting goods, whatever that place was. But I guess, I thought like the other day I was thinking about this guy, like literally like, like two days ago I was thinking about him and I was like, Oh, that's weird. Like, I wonder if that guy's still working there. And today I'm online. I find out the guy got arrested for bank robbery because I guess shit wasn't going well and he really needed the money. But, um, I did post it on Redbeard podcast, Twitter. So if you guys want to read the full article about what happened, it's really not that long. It's maybe only about like four paragraphs and you see like a mugshot of what he looks like now. He looks pretty rough. Um, but, um, but yeah, man, I guess it's, yeah, it just sucks. So, uh, nobody got hurt in the bank robbery. Like somebody, I guess he had been in there before and had like a, um, an issue with one of the people that worked there. So even though he was wearing like a wig and some kind of disguise, they still recognized him and arrested him, but nobody was hurt. Um, and it hasn't been announced yet if he was, if he actually, um, was carrying any kind of a weapon. I don't think that he was, he might've been, he might've been acting like he was holding a weapon in his right. pocket, but probably wasn't. So glad every nobody was hurt, but sucks that this guy's life has taken a, a toll for the worst. So just or turn for the worst is what I meant. That really sucks, dude. But anyway, um, yeah, that's all I got uh, this week for Redbird Podcast. You got anything else you want to add? Uh, just a little uh, anecdote. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Sure. Story. Sure. Um. Last week I had a uh, oh yeah this is gonna be good <laughs> had a experience um, 
a friend of mine sent me a text message. Uh, Rob's Rob's brother, uh, yeah. Ricardo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sent me a text message and uh, was basically like, "Hey, you wanna you wanna cover my shift for me?" So I'm like, "Sure." Like, I, but I don't work for your company, so I don't know how that. <laughs> goes down yeah um so he was just like oh it doesn't matter you're good just uh you know we i just want to meet up with you and show you the ropes we'll take about maybe 15 20 minutes walk you through how to close the bar up um so i actually uh had took on a bouncing gig at uh trinity rep yeah and well, tr- trinity brew house oh trinity brew house yeah no i don't have to <laughs> do you have your tickets yeah <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Trinity Rep is actually a, a local theater. Hey, 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 put some shoes on. But, but, but Trinity also has a brew house, which is like a bar down the street. Yeah, so Trinity Brew House, yeah. Uh, awesome bar. It is. It's chill, man. Yeah, super it's a hipster chill. hipster bar. Hipster bar. So, like, when, when he told me that, it, you know, he was security there, I'm like, wow, they have security at Trinity? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. why? Because <laughs> drunk people have So So, yeah, yeah, people, roam, people like don't know how to have a good time without taking it too far sometimes right uh but yeah like it was it was really weird it was a weird experience because like you know like with my my current job which shall go unnamed uh <laughs> like i'm it's a i work with the public so like i'm a very i have to have like you know this this very warm and friendly personality mm. so that's the persona that i took on when i was bouncing so it was very it was like <laughs> Super strange. Like people would come through the door and I'd be like, "Hey, how's it going today?" You know, yeah. <laughs> like, "Hey," when you're supposed to stand there and look intimidating. <laughs> what brings you in? <laughs> you know, yeah. and they're like, "Like a uh, beer." <laughs> uh, <laughs> beer, beer brings me in. Um, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, cool, cool, cool." <laughs> Have a good time, man. <laughs> what kind? What kind of beer you drink, dude? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> how long you been drinking for? <laughs> um, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so it, so it was just really weird. So anyway, uh, like I'm I'm standing there like and I'm we, just like watching the crowd. We cover that beer. You'll have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, that beer's out of warranty. I'm sorry. Um, but the uh, so like so so yeah like it's it was cool. Like I'm standing there. I'm like kind of like you know playing the wall so to speak, watching what's going on. And uh, so it was. It was interesting because the night that I worked there it was the night of the circus. Okay, yeah. Right? This so the last circus where they had elephants. Yes. Where they're going to use elephants. No more elephants in the circus. No more elephants in the circus because they're endangered and uh, they're, you know, poor treatment of animals yeah, or whatever, right? Up. That's why. Yeah. Um, and the elephants are like, fucking thank God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, uh, Anyway, like the the people from the circus were there, so like you have these like these women that are elephant riders, basically, and they're just chilling, having beers, and like talking to people, and people are coming up to them and taking pictures and stuff like that. It was this really weird like celebrity experience, even though they're not really famous. They're just they they were just down the street a couple of minutes ago and yeah, whatnot. So anyway, there was this dude that was like really like hanging around and just you know, having drinks with them. And I actually thought he was part of the circus. Cause like he just blended in with the group. He had this white suit on and he was, he was this old dude. And I thought like, maybe he was like the ringmaster or some shit or, or, or at least a clown. Right. Um, and he's, <laughs> he's standing there. He's just having drinks with him. And like, you know, one of my buddies, uh, you know, Pete 
uh, is like, hey, I think he's somebody. I think that guy's famous, right? And I'm like, nah, I, I don't think he's anybody, man. Yeah. Um, and, and like we were going back and forth, like, no, nah, I think he's somebody. He's definitely somebody. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. Um, but long story short, he comes up to me after, and he's like, he's like, yeah. Um, what do you think, man? Can you take a look at my car? It's like outside, parked outside, and I look out the window, and I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like. He said, all right, if it's parked there. And I was like, oh, you're a little close to the curb. Maybe you you should, like, you know, move it back a little bit since there's some room now. And he's just like, yeah, um, I, I guess I'm leaving in a minute. And then he looks at me and he goes, I can't stand gay people. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm like, really, dude? Like, that conversation went from zero to 60 in, like, two seconds, right? Like, it, Like, I have no idea why he felt the need to tell me this. So I'm just like. I'm like, yeah, well, uh, you know, it is, you know, 2016 and, you know, we are all like just cool. Like everything's cool here. You are in the wrong place. You know what I mean? If you don't <laughs> I like. I would love to see the expression on your face. When I that was happens. like, I was like, you are in the wrong place, man. And he was just like, oh, you know, that's why I'm leaving, though. Like, and he starts telling me the story. I'm like, dude, like, I don't want to hear your story about like why you're not like cool with gays. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, that's so not awkward. it's just not what I'm here for. So he starts talking to me and he starts saying stuff like, um, uh, what did, what did he say? He was like, oh, I, I worked at, uh, I worked at Rhode Island hospital as like, you know, the head EMT and, uh, you know, I lost my job and he's like, I got, you know, I'm, I've been unemployed for two weeks and I'm like, like, wow, this is a lot of information. Like I'm, I'm going to have to excuse myself so I can actually do my job. And he goes, yeah, well, uh, watch out over there because that guy over there is trying to sleep with me. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think he is. <laughs> yeah, I think you have a you know? warped reception of reality. So I'm like, I'm like, whatever. So like I, I, I told him like, hey, look, man, I think, you know, maybe you had a little bit too much to drink. It's time to like, you know, you know, take yourself outside and, you know, call it a night. Yeah. And so he did. <laughs> But he left and he actually sat outside, parked in his car, waiting for these girls from the circus to come out. So there was this one girl that just kept going outside to take a phone call and like use FaceTime and whatnot, like with, you know, maybe a maybe a boyfriend or a family member or something like that. And she's just outside, like, you know, talking to people. And like this guy, like, keeps walking up to it, like rolling down his window and like, you know, trying to talk to her. So I actually had to go outside and tell this dude, hey, man, you got to you got to take off. So he would take off, drive around the block, come back and still be weird. So. <laughs> so it's just like I have a newfound like respect for people that do this job because it's it's aggravating. Like it's not it doesn't feel dangerous. I didn't feel like I had like this like, you know, big, exciting time. It wasn't an adventure. It was just really friggin' irritating. It's like, why are you doing this? Why are you being a creep? Why are you being a stalker? Like, another dude goes up to, uh, you know, somebody and, like, just basically innocently asked to take a photo with her. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, the circus people again. He wanted to take a photo with her. He was like, hey, you remind me of somebody I know. I'd just like to take a photo so that, you know, I can I can show this person. Yeah. Right? And and so, like, I guess the person that she was with, like the dude was like, oh, that's weird. You're you're a weirdo. Why are you being such a such a douchebag? And like the guy was like, oh, man, you don't have to be an asshole about it. And like then they started getting like loud. So I had to break it up and I felt bad because like I had to tell the kid because it was a it, like that guy was part of a larger group. 
So I, and they weren't really coming to blows, but he was the one that started like escalating it. Like, why are you going to be an asshole? And like, he was getting all like, so I had to like tell him to like, you know, calm down and stuff like that. And, and he was like, oh, it's cool, man. I'm just leaving. I'm leaving. So he turned around and he walked out. But Jesus, I'm just like, really? Are you kidding me? That's what, that's the only thing I, I would, I would not want to deal with. Like as a bouncer, I feel like as a bouncer, you got to deal with that bullshit all the time. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like you just get like emotionally exhausted. Yeah. From like, oh, what the fuck? These people are being stupid. Because it's like when you're a bouncer, obviously you're sober. So you don't, so you see right. everything clearly than everybody else. Yeah. It's kind of like when I'm DJing and I, and I see like people acting like assholes to, to each other, or it's like a drunk person comes up to me and they're like, I swear to God, this happened one night. This dude came up to me. He's like, yo, man, was like, you play that song by that guy. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah, you know the name of it. He's like, nah, you know what song I'm talking about. I was like, yeah, dude, I got you. No worries. And then like, I just played the next song that was in like what I was going to play. And he turned around. He's like, that's it, man. <laughs> I'm like, there's no fucking way in a million years. That's it. But it's like, you know, you got to deal with drunk people like that. You yeah. Know? And they're like children. Oh, they are like they're like children. It's it's like it's like I know what it was like when my mom was telling me, hey, you got five more minutes on Nintendo. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, okay, five minutes. And I'm just like, and I start another fucking level. And I'm like, yeah, as soon as this level's over and I just keep going and keep going. Yeah, no. okay, five more minutes. And then it just keeps going, keeps going. It's the same shit. Like at the end of the fucking night, I'm like, I'm telling people, I'm like, hey, we're wrapping up in 10 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks. And then, like, fucking 20 minutes later, I'm still like, hey, guys, you know, we got we to gotta fucking move. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, and they're just hanging around having a fucking drink. Eh, I just want to finish this one beer, right? <laughs> With their picture sitting next to them. And I'm like, oh. so I just, I, I started going around collecting pictures, even if they were full. I was Did like, all right. Really? Yeah. I was like, all right, got to go. It's over. You can't take it with you. Dumping it. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. One dude was just like, oh, no, it's cool, man. You can have it, man. You should drink it, man. Like, you know, it's over. The night's over, man. You deserve it. <laughs> I'm just like. Thanks, man. <laughs> thanks like, for telling me that I deserve like, it. Like, cool. Night's over. I'm getting in my car to drive home. I'm not going to drink a pitcher of beer, but thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. No, man. I love the guy who's just like, he's the authority. You deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks for your approval. No, it was cool. I mean, you had your mixture of people, man. It was people that just like, you know, they just were like, I had a guy come in and he was just like, hey, I, I was sitting with those guys over there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, cool. And he's just like, so uh, I'm like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> like, why are you checking with me to see if you can go and sit with your peeps again? Like, I mean, it was a rest. It's a restaurant. Probably man. so he didn't give you. So he probably just didn't want like, you know, there to be an altercation where like you walked in and like didn't show an ID or something stupid. I do have a question for you, though. Yeah. The, Rob's brother. Right. Did he like how did was it? Did they allow that? Like, you're not a bouncer. Like, but he said he's because of the way you looked one, you wouldn't have a problem. And two was his boss cool with it. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's it. I mean, it was, you don't have to come from like some kind of licensed company. Like <laughs> apparently not. All right. You just got to look intimidating and like, yeah, I totally got profiled. I was, they were like, Hey, you'd be good at this. <laughs> yeah. You're a big guy and you have a huge beard. Like people will yeah. fuck with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You got RBF. Yeah. yeah. You're good. RBF. Yeah. This guy's. <laughs> anyway well no tell me you're not pictures man i don't look like i'm ready to fuck somebody up and i'm like not you know i'm like like the nicest dude no no you are you're yeah you're like the nicest dude but it's just funny that that actually was the 
was the reason why you got the job. You yeah. Know what I mean? like, especially when you were like, hey, how's it going? What brings you in to a bar? So what the fuck do you think? Anyway, well, that's going to do it for this week on Redbeard Podcast. Um, if you guys didn't know and you check out uh, my Facebook feed, uh, you'll see that we did actually do a little bit of a Facebook Live video. Um, I think we're going to keep that going. Uh, you know, maybe do that uh, every week before we record. Uh, maybe take like 15 minutes and see what topics you guys want us to talk about. Um, we did talk about Civil War. There were a couple things we didn't really get to um, just because, um, you know, they're, they're not necessarily current. Um, but if you guys have any uh, current topics that you want us to talk about, uh, please, uh, you know, hit us up on, on Facebook. Um, you know, usually probably be on Thursday or Friday. Look for us, look for that live feed. And if we are live, just, you know, comment, uh, tell us what you want to discuss and, uh, we'll, we'll include those. Why don't you give a shout out to some of the folks that actually, uh, asked the questions. Oh yeah. So, um, Erica, Erica Borges, I think, I think her name's changed because I think she's married now, but, um, uh, I knew her as Erica Borges. <laughs> um, I haven't seen her in forever and she was, uh, she was watching the entire time and, and thank you, Erica. You are awesome. Also, um, yeah, thank you for reminding me to give a shout out. Uh, thank you, David Lawler. Um, if you guys need an awesome videographer for your wedding or for whatever, uh, then you want to hit this guy up. He was the videographer for my wedding and he killed it and He's already posted some really great footage of, of the day uh, on my Facebook. So if you guys want to see the quality and check it out, then, then obviously, uh, you know, he's Rhode Island-based uh, and is phenomenal. Um, but I'm sure he'd be willing to travel if you guys paid him. David um, likes taking photos, long walks on the beach, and Bates Motel. He does like Bates Motel. Um, yeah, and Erica Borges likes um, – <laughs> Erica likes – the People versus O.J. Simpson, uh, which we didn't talk about, but I thought it was great. Um, I agree with you. Cuba Gooding Jr. was was whiny, like I said, but uh, he started to kind of work for me towards the end. I'm going to actually, Erica, uh, I am actually going to watch that at some point, probably while Tony's on his cruise, and uh, that way him and I can have a uh, talk about it. I'd, mm-hmm. like, we'd li- I'd like to actually do a whole show on O.J. Simpson in general. Yeah, that would be good. That's the only reason why I, I haven't brought it up in this podcast because Cooley hasn't seen it, so it would just be me talking. Mm. <laughs> yeah, same thing, reason why I didn't bring up Bates Motel, which I absolutely love, by the way. Yeah. Um, and you're going to check that out. So I'll check it out. Rather yeah. than me like start saying stuff and spoiling things, we'll, we'll get into that when you actually watch it. But, um, but yeah, like definitely do a whole show on, on OJ just because... Because it's OJ. The People versus Redbeard podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be the title. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that's it for this week, guys. Uh, continue to check out uh, Tony Flying Solo because there's two uh, episodes. There was one done at the end of April and one that I just released last week. It was about uh, Don and I discuss all 80s horror. Uh, so uh, check that out and we will see you guys or you'll see Cooley next week and I'll be back the following week. All right, guys. Peace. Later. Later.